Good morning, happy Christmas. Good morning, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Okay, um, are there some children in church here today? I'm going to use this as a roving mic, Pete. Is that okay? Have we got some children in church today? Um, Sarah, can I borrow your daughter in about five minutes to do a visual aid? Thank you. Have we got any children down here? Um, has, is there any children here who've um, been pleased to see anybody over Christmas? The, I know the answer is Father Christmas, but if there's somebody else apart from Father Christmas who you've been pleased to see, is there anybody who's been pleased to see anybody over Christmas? Um, can you pass the mic along to the chap along there? And tell us who you've been pleased to see. Lucy and Johnny. Was that Lucy and Johnny? Tell us who they are. My cousins. You've seen your cousins? That's fantastic. It's, we, we want some more like this. If, that's, if there's anybody else who's... Um, any more children who've been pleased to see somebody? Gosh, I'm getting a lot of exercise. This is completely not right. Morning. My older brothers. You've been. To, you've seen your older brother. That was good, was it? <laughs> Could you pass the mic back? Who have you seen over Christmas? My uncle Gusta. Pardon? My un my uncle Gusta. And when did you last see him? Um, you've forgotten. Fair enough. Is there, is there anybody else who's been pleased to see somebody? Somebody's pointing over here. This is far better than preaching. You just ask people to do it. Did <laughs> you pass that mic to somebody? Where does it pass? Is it, can you say that again? Where does it pass? Thank you very much. Could you say, Dad, who that was? Because I didn't quite catch it. Who was it? That, Oh, you went to a beach. That's fantastic. So somebody saw a beach. Here we go. It's getting going now. Our aunt, our grandma and grandpa, and our cousins. Fantastic. And did they all give you five-pound notes? <laughs> anybody else? Anybody else been... Any, any grown-ups been pleased to see anybody over Christmas? Anybody been pleased? No, no. Thank you very much. pleased to see my new grandson. That's fantastic. How old is your new grandson? Um, 12 days. Somebody's just seen their grandson who's 12 days old. That's great. Sarah, can I um, borrow you with your daughter and your daughter's baby? Your daughter and your daughter's baby, please. I need my water. Here we go. Are you coming, Joy? Yeah, that's great. Out you come. Okay. Good morning. What's your name? 
Joanna. Well, at the moment, your name isn't Joanna, it's Mary. And um, so you're in the, um, you've come to like church, which is where Mary and Joseph came, didn't they? Yes. And you are presenting Jesus. So could you just sow Jesus to the congregation, please? Yeah, yeah. So this is Jesus. Is it a girl? Tricky. Um, okay, so can we just pretend it's a boy? Is that okay? Okay, so this is, so you've come to church and you've brought Jesus with you. And this is exactly what it would have been like because you look a lot like Mary, don't you, in the Bible? And the only problem is we haven't got a Joseph. Um, is that your brother down there? Yes. No, you're okay. That's, that will pretend that he's Joseph. Would you like to go and sit down? Because your ordeal is over. <laughs> well, in our Bible reading this morning, thank you, James, very, very much, um, we were introduced to two people who were very, very pleased to see somebody over Christmas. So a number of people today have said that they were very, very pleased to see somebody, and and we've been pleased to see people as well. Um, On Boxing Day, we went to um, Fran's family, and um, her nephew um, has got identical twins, and uh, they're three years old, and we were very pleased to see them, weren't we, Fran? Because they screamed all afternoon. (laughs) So, so, seriously, though, a lot of us have been very, very pleased to see people. Has anybody done any Skyping? Has anybody done that? Yeah, okay, cool. That's really good. We can do that. So, what we're looking at today, or who we are looking at today, are these two people, Simeon and Anna. Simeon and Anna. Now, Simeon was this old man, this old man, and he was standing in the temple... He was standing in the temple, and it just says in the Bible that he was waiting for the consolation of Israel. And what that means was that what a word that we today would call salvation. He was waiting for Israel to be saved, and he was waiting for Israel to be saved in two ways. First of all, he wanted the Romans to go away, so these were like the occupying army. And that was certainly true, and our prayers today, I thought, were so relevant, because, you know, it's not just kind of spiritual things, but like in the real world, God is very, very concerned with what's going on. But he was also, this man of faith was waiting, I'm echoing, aren't I? Um, Is it this? Carry on, right. Um, Basically, he was also waiting for the salvation of the world, and Mary and Joseph uh, turned up. Now, this might not have been three or four days after Christmas. It might have been shortly after that. And they turned up um, with baby Jesus in their arms. And they were doing what the law required. So they were presenting Jesus because they were Jewish people. And they were presenting Jesus and they were committing Jesus to God. And they just happened, in inverted commas, to be walking into the temple when Simeon 
just happened to be there. But it says a little bit more in the Bible. I was wondering, Helen, whether we can pull up the bit um, that, there, let's have a look. Can we look at verse 27? Would that be possible? Yes, I, I found this very, very interesting. Here is this very, very, very religious and righteous man, but he's in touch with the Holy Spirit in ways that I, you know, I'd long to be more. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. Now, we can just say, oh, well, it was just a st statistical thing. He just happened to be there at that time. But the Scripture actually says, moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts, and guess who he met? He met Mary and Joseph with the baby, ready to commit Jesus to God. So that's the scene that I want us to have in our minds this morning. Here's this family, Mary and Joseph, with their new baby, with their new baby, and here's this old man who's very, very, very full of faith, very, very full of God. It actually says, and James read it out, the Holy Spirit was upon him. So here's a man who's just full up from head to toe with God. With the Holy Spirit, he's full of prayer, he's, he's full on with God. And basically, he just goes into the temple, and here, this man and this woman with this baby, and they come to him. And they didn't say to him, well, there were these shepherds, and there was this star, and there were these angels, and, you know, we're going to be, you know, it's going to be the Messiah, and it was all a bit frightening. He just took... Jesus in his arms and could you just put verse 26 um, no I'm sorry verse 28 verse 28 yeah this is what happened and this is what we did with the mic we just said thank you for people who we've seen so Simeon just took Jesus in his arms and he praised God and so our message this morning is this. Not that we take Jesus into our arms, but we thank God for all that Christmas has meant and does mean to us today. Is that okay? Is that okay if we do that? So what, what we're going to have an opportunity to do at the end of the talk, um, have you been given one of these? Okay, so what we're going to do just very briefly in a few minutes at the end of the talk is just have an opportunity just to, to thank God for Jesus. It's very, very simple in that way. Now, this man, this man Simeon, um, had been told that he would see the Messiah, that means God's chosen one who would save the world during his lifetime. God had spoken to him right like that, and here he is, he's an old man, he worships in the temple, this couple come in, guided by the Spirit, he's there at the right time, he holds the baby in his arms, and he praises God for the Messiah. Nobody told him he was the Messiah. The next person who met Jesus is called Anna. And if we could have a look at verse... 36, that would be really good. Now, this lady was 84 years of age. Is there anybody here today who's 84? Janie, thank you. 
Um, Janie, that's, that's tremendous. Is there anybody here who's in their 80s who'd like to admit it? Thank you very much. That's, that's great. Um, base, is there anybody here who knows anybody in their 80s? Oh, right, that's right, okay. So this lady was 84. How long had she been married for? Seven years. And so she probably got married when she was quite young. Probably she didn't get married when she was 77. Probably she got married when she was quite young. And then what had happened? Could somebody just tell me what had happened? What do you think had happened? She'd been widowed. She'd been widowed. And in those times, that would have been an absolute disaster. So here's this lady. And where does she live? Where does she live? Can we look at the next verse? Um, and she, she just stayed around the temple all her life. So she was like, we would say today, a nun. She was like living in this community, and she was a worshipper. So day and night, it said, she never left the temple. So this lady, having lost her husband and had all this disaster in her life, instead of kind of sulking away, turned to God and basically loved him and prayed to him all her life. And it says here, can we see the next verse? She gave thanks to God. She did exactly what Simeon did. She did exactly what Simeon did. So they didn't say, well, there were these shepherds. And these, are you getting the thing? And there was this star and all the rest of it. She just saw this baby and she thanked God. So this woman who was soaked in prayer and soaked in the Holy Spirit and yet had had all this sadness in her life saw Jesus and praised God. And that's where I want us to be today. To see Jesus in our imagination, in the stable, and now here in the temple, and simply give thanks to God. To give thanks to God. Now, Simeon said something else. He said something else. He said that there was going to be a sword. Can we have a look at verse 34? He's, Simeon said this, Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against. And the next verse, and the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. He was saying this to his parents. He was saying the sad times ahead. Can we just go back to that previous verse? We had that song, Joe, um, about rising and falling, the very last one we did. I've just forgotten the words. As we bow down something, you raise us up, you lift us up. I, w I wrote it down at that point. As we bow down, be lifted up. Can we go back to that verse? I had no idea this song was going to be chosen. Can we go back to 36? You're very clever, Helen. I don't know how you do it. Can't go back. Don't worry. And there he was. And, and basically, he says it's going to be the falling and rising of many. What did he mean? What he meant was this. There's going to be awful political times. There's going to be awful, some kingdoms fall, some rising. But he was actually saying, a bit like Jesus said, unless a, ground, unless a seed falls into the ground and, and dies, it cannot then come back to new life. And that 
What Simeon saw was Jesus. What Simeon saw, this is amazing, was that the way that this salvation would happen would be the falling of Jesus and the rising again. That is fantastic. When I was preparing this, I was just drinking that in. I was just thinking, here's this man who knew during his lifetime he would see the Messiah. He holds this baby in his arms and he said, this man will, call the, will cause the forcing and rising of many and it will be by the sword. So he saw everything that was going to happen at Easter. So just to finish, here we've got four people in this story and I would like us to think now of whether we could be one of these people or somebody slightly different. All of us, young and old, men and women, confident, not very confident, let's just see. Here's Mary. Here's Mary who isn't married. She's engaged, but she's not married. And she's got a baby. And so here she is. Is she a bit confused by what's happening? She's had an angel speaking to her. She's given birth to a baby. And she's had to put that baby into a cow shed and into a manger. Is she a bit ashamed? Is she a bit confused? Is she a bit unsure of herself? She's a single woman. She's got her engaged partner with her. And she's holding a baby. Here's Joseph. A man, he's engaged to Mary, and I'm seeing massive responsibilities on this man's shoulders. Here's a man, he's got this woman with her, she's got a baby, he's going to get married, and he's taking on this woman with her baby. He's got a lot of stuff on his shoulders. Here's Simeon, he's old. He's old, he's full of God. He's open to the Spirit. So that as he's praying, it comes to him. I don't know how it happened. And it's, God said, go to the temple. So he goes to the temple and he meets Jesus. And fourthly, here's Anna. She's, you know, she's had this awful life, really. She's been married just for seven years, then she's been on her own. So I've got the word here, lonely. Maybe she's lonely but she's absolutely soaked in God. I've written down here, she's full of commitment. Day and night, she's worshipping God. She's really, really listening to God. So I wonder where we are today. Could we be like Mary, the young woman, who's just very, very unsure of herself with a new baby, not yet married? Here's Joseph with his big responsibilities. Here's Simeon, this old man. Here's Anna, this person who's been on her own for years and sees Jesus. What we've got an opportunity to do now on our piece of paper, very, very simply, is to ask Jesus for something in our lives that's touching us very deeply at the moment. Now, the stewards have got some pens and they've got some pencils and if you haven't got a piece of paper, just put your hand up. The stewards are coming around. That's all great. And it seems to me, it's a bit like with children. We, we teach children to say please and thank you. 
And you know, we could say thank you to Jesus, but what I'd really like to encourage you to do is to say please. I know the pens and pencils are coming around. I just want to tell you a story for a minute, just as we conclude. Somebody once said to, to us in a church in London that we were in, prayer is spelt H-E-L-P. Have you heard that before? Have you heard that before? Prayer is spelt H-E-L-P. Seven years ago, Fran and I were moving house. It was, it was seven and a half years ago. We were moving house. And about three weeks before we were due to move, it all went wrong. It all went wrong. I won't go into details now, but it looked as if it was all coming to a halt and we wouldn't be able to sell the house, not just to that person, but to, any, to anybody else. It looked like there was a really, really serious problem with the house that couldn't be fixed. And all that we could think about was this massive problem. I was driving home from work. I hope you don't mind me telling you this. I was driving home from work, and this was totally on my mind. And I pulled into a lay-by, and my prayer to God was literally help like that, as raw as that. We were absolutely and completely stuck. We were completely stuck. We felt we couldn't move, we would never move, and we'd come to the end of the road. What we're not going to do at this point now is to say, hands up if you've ever come to the end of the road. But you know, in, a, in all different parts of our lives, there can be times when we just need to say to God, help. But it doesn't have to be as frantic as that. So I want to encourage you to say thank you to Jesus, but I also want to encourage you to say help. And this is what we're going to do. In a minute, Joe's going to come up and sing some stuff. Is that all right? And I'm going to move, with Janie's permission, the boxes here in a moment to, to here. And I'm going to suggest the following. This is something that I've personally benefited from in the past. If you want, having, if you want to do this, put your little note to Jesus. And this is something that families can do together. Couples can do together, friends, or you can do this on your own. If you want to say something to Jesus, put it in the box. They'll all be destroyed. Nobody will read them. If you would like somebody to pray with you, then, why don't you wander over to that side, to the chapel side, and if you would like to just come and kneel and commit yourself, maybe at the end of this year, the beginning of next year, to Jesus in a new way. Just come on this side. Nobody will bother you, as it were. If you just want to come and just be with Jesus and commit whatever you've put in that. Is that all right? Could we do that? So if you feel that you would like to write something to Jesus, a thank you or a help, 
and just pop it in here, come forward, and then basically, if you would like to pray that through with somebody, just perhaps that side, and if you would just like to be on your own and pray to God, maybe this side, I'm just going to pray for us now. We thank you, Lord, that Jesus came into the temple and Simeon and Anna saw Jesus, that he was the saviour. Jesus, maybe some of us this morning need to do that falling and rising again. Maybe we need to say to Jesus, I want to give you my life for the first time and receive your salvation. And Lord, there may be some of us who quite simply are just, our hearts are full of thanksgiving and we just want to say to Jesus, thank you, thank you, thank you. And Lord, there may be others of us today who our hearts, a bit like Joseph, are burdened down with all this stuff and responsibility, or like Mary, we're a bit embarrassed maybe, and we just want to say to Jesus, would you help me? And that's where we are today, Lord. We thank you for sending Jesus. Please, could we be in contact with you now? Amen. Janie, do you want to leave us a bit or whatever you feel would be appropriate?